0: Welcome to Victorious Living that I have set before you life and death, blessing and cursing. That was not notice what no he says therefore or because I've done this, therefore there's something that we should choose. What's he tell us? We should should choose life. How do we choose it? We choose it with our words.
1: Welcome to Victorious Living with Pastor Charles Cowan Today, Pastor Cowan is sharing with us a message Healing is in your words We invite you to stay tuned to today's program If you can't, we invite you to visit our website At VictoriousLiving.org There you'll find other audio and video resources To help you in your Christian walk And now, here's Pastor Cowan as he shares with us Healing is in your words.
0: So right believing with right speaking can bring life, health, and healing to our bodies from the one who is the supreme or brings or has divine healing. What does divine healing mean? It means supernatural. Supernatural Healing without some of the things that that are, that is useful to our bodies. Divine healing comes from the divine one and that's God. Amen. So we we express what we believe with our mouth. Okay. And so Psalms 107 in verse 20 says it this way. He sent his word and healed them. And delivered them from their destructions. Jesus was the personification of the Word of God. He was the living Word. What did He do? He went about all of the towns and the villages and the cities teaching, preaching, and healing. Healing is a cardinal doctrine of the New Testament in the work of Jesus. And it's ours. It belongs to us, but you have to work at it. You can't let let the word slip and forget or not pay attention or not give proper reference. And did you ever notice when you go to a physical doctor, uh, you don't get well the instant you leave his office his or her office. It's the same in divine healing. There is a miraculous type of healing that happens instantly, but healing uh, in general is that we feed the word of God. We take the word of God and a process takes place where healing begins to work in our bodies. And so if we understand that, then we won't, we won't be expecting the first time that we start to do this and speak life and health. We won't expect it to happen overnight, but we expect it to happen in a process. And so we understand that. We understand, or at least we are to understand it. He sent his word and healed them and delivered them from their destructions. Jesus, on many occasions, you know, he spoke and told the person what to do in order to receive their healing. He did that, amen. So, as we hear the word of the Lord, he requires that we believe it. Amen. See, this is a requirement. He requires that we believe it. And then he requires that we speak what his word says as a confession of what we believe and we continue to do so speaking the word of God over ourselves and to ourselves and to our situations and circumstances over and over. Speaking it when it doesn't appear like that you need it. When it appears like we don't need it, we're not to quit speaking it. We're to speak it every day over our lives. And so, you know, sometimes in the natural people wait a long time uh, that, that something's going on physically with them. They wait a long time to go see, to see a physician, a doctor. And sometimes they wait too long, Amen. but we are to do this every day. And so here, here comes deceit into the picture said, well, well uh, the Lord knows what I'm going through. Well, he does know what we're going through. He sees all things. He knows all things, but he's told us what to do when we're going through. We are to take the word of God and not let it slip. Take heed to the things which we've heard, lest at any time we should let them slip away from us. And so as we hear the word of the Lord, he requires that we believe it. Then he requires that we speak it what his word says as a confession that we believe it and then continue to do so. Now, Deuteronomy chapter 30 verse 19, which is all these scriptures that I'm reading to you, you, you know them, most of you do. I'm assuming uh, and maybe all of you know. Deuteronomy chapter 30 verse 19 says this, this is God, I call heaven and earth to record this day against you, not your neighbor, we're not, we're, not, we're not in this to judge one another. And, the, and what you don't ever want to do is just tell somebody, well, if you had enough faith, you'd have got healed. You don't want to do that. You don't do that. Don't do that. Help them. Help them along the way. Are you out there? So I call heaven and earth to record this day against you that I have set before you life and death, blessing and cursing. Now we're not, notice what he says, therefore, or because I've done this, therefore, there's something that we should choose. What's he tell us? We should, should choose life. How do we choose it? We choose it with our words. We say about ourselves what the word of God says. And so you see, you see, you can understand, you can see. That's pretty much self-explanatory. Amen. You know, you don't need an angel from heaven to come down. Huh? Amen. A lot of enthusiasm in here this morning. I call heaven and earth to record this day against you that I have, there's this God speaking that I've set before you life and death, blessing and cursing. Therefore, choose life that both you and your seed may live. God sets these things before us with his word. Remember, he is not the author or the originator of everything, but his word (laughs) sets it before us. God, God is not the origin originator of sickness. He's not the originator of disease. He did not make that, but yet at the same time, it being in the earth, he has set before us. What are you going to choose? You're going to choose life or death. Are you going to choose life? Which one are you going to choose? And so you have to really be careful because when you walk out there in the world, it's easy to get influenced by the environment that you may work in, sometimes even in your own home, it's easy to get influenced because of what others may say. And so we have to be, we have to really be watchful who we listen to, what we listen to. Amen. Because there are just the enemy out there works to tear our faith down. So God sets these things before us with His Word. Remember, he's not the author or the originator of everything, but his word sets it before us. God tells us which one to choose. What did he say? Choose choose life. See, you choose it. He wants you to have it, but you got to choose it. Are you, are you, okay. So God tells us which one to choose. If he were the originator of both life and death, blessing and cursing, why would he not tell us to choose All of it instead of one of it, but he didn't do that. He tells us to choose life that both we and our seed may live. Amen. All right. Now let's go to, let's go over into Matthew's gospel. We've read in Psalms 17, 107 20 that God sent his word and healed them Actually, the Bible says he snatched them from death. We see the word of God in action when we follow Jesus in the pages of the gospel. He came to what? Jesus came to give us life and give it to us more abundantly. Okay, Matthew chapter nine, verse 35. And Jesus went about all the cities and villages teaching in their synagogues and preaching the gospel of the kingdom and healing every sickness and every disease among the people. So we see, he is not only the savior, he is the healer. Savior is the healer. He's the healer. He was the word in action. He's the living word. In the beginning was the word, the word was with God and the word was God. And the word was manifested to us in the man, Jesus Christ. He's the living word. And so that being so, we need to pay attention to what he said, what he said. He was the word in action, Jesus. He was doing what God had sent him to do. On the cross, he secured God's word of healing forever. It's signed, it's sealed in his blood. The covenant is signed and sealed in the blood of Jesus. He was the word in action. He was doing what God had sent his word to do. On the cross, he secured God's word of healing for his people forever. He then left us instruction in how to receive what he did. So in order for miracles and healing to happen for us, we must do our part and fully expect God to do his. So religion gets in the picture and it it reduces it. Now, well, if it be your will and you hear a lot of people, like sometimes you hear preachers or, or whomever that will pray and at the end of the prayer, that they pray, they say, if it be your will, which indicates the they don't know. They don't know whether it's the will of God. So they tag it. Yeah. If it be your will. So they're praying, but they don't know what's going to happen. Amen. When you pray, believe you receive and you shall have it. Yeah. Isn't that what the Bible said? Yeah. So they, they, they don't really know. So, so I guess to, maybe to soothe, I don't really know. But what they do, if they, when they say they, they, they can pray a good prayer, but they tag it. Amen. If it be your will. F.F. F. Bosworth, the author of the, of the uh, what, what's that book he wrote? Christ the Healer. He said, instead of coming up and asking someone to pray for your healing, find out everything you can about it so you can release your faith when you get up there. And so where do we find out about healing? We find out about it in the word. But folks, I'm just being honest with you. Now I'm talking, about, I'm talking to myself as well. We have to be careful that, that the television had not taken the place of the Bible. Now, I'm not here saying it's sin to watch television.
1: It's our hope that today's message by Pastor Cowan, Healing is in Your Words, if you would like to receive a free CD copy of today's message, today's offer number is 18. Today's special offer number is 18. From Pastor Cowan and the congregation of Faith is the Victory Church, we'll be looking for you next time on Victorious Living.